Hello, and welcome to Career Talk with OG, where we empower you so opportunities come to you. Through our series of podcasts, we will give you relevant, practical, actionable career tips and strategies. We believe that through the act of storytelling, we can deliver relatable and authentic talks that allow listeners to gain real-world insight into the career journeys of industry professionals. With our very own Sasson, we bring to you Career Talk with OG. Welcome back, everyone, to Career Talk with OG. And listen, we don't disappoint over here, okay? We have two incredible folks that are doing, quite frankly, they're disrupting all those chingaderas that are happening. You know, for those of us that are first gens, uh, low-income students, and, you know, the struggles, right, that we have to overcome as it relates to getting a college degree. And I've had the pleasure of meeting Mauricio Gonzalez and Maria Medrano that are co-founders of Inspirame. And for those of you that don't know what Inspirame means in English, it means inspire me. And so um, Mauricio and Maria, muchísimas gracias for being on Career Talk with OG. Oscar, you know, we've been waiting for this day. Gracias for just being real and authentic. Este, we're looking forward to having today's conversation. Y soltar la lengua. Let's, yeah. let's jump in. <laughs> Thank you for having us, dude. You know, as Chicanos, you know, growing up in yes. California, you know, we've, we've overcome a lot of obstacles, right? Not only yeah. academically, but professionally. And we're ready to share our stories to really help others kind of understand how to navigate systems around here. So thank you for the invitation. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, Maria. And by the way, Mauricio, um, I don't hear the word Chicano as often anymore. And um, I don't know, I don't remember if I shared this with both of you, but my major at UC Berkeley was Chicano studies. So when you said Chicano, my bachelor's degree is in Chicano (laughs) studies, man. (laughs) You know, that's part of the system, right? Is it takes your identity. Yes. You know what I mean? And when yes. you don't know who you are, where you come from, what your value systems are, et cetera, then you're lost. You're lost yeah. many, many years in your life. And me working with students throughout my entire career at the university system, at the community college system, that's what I try to instill in my kids is that that sense of identity, who you are, where you come from. There's a history, right? We all stand yes. on someone else's shoulders, right? Is, you know, I stand on my parents' shoulders, you know, mm-hmm. and my grandparents and my visabuelos, you know, and everyone else. And, 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 and when, we, when we look at life that way, you know, you do start to see your path, right? Yes. And, and that's why, man, you know, I, I'm proud of that palabra. I'm a down-hard Chicano, Mexicano-Americano. <laughs> you know, when I go to, I saw on your website, when you go to Mexico, they think, you know, we're gringos. Yeah, me too. <laughs> As soon as I open my mouth, they're like, oh, bueno. And I'm like, no, dude. And I would say, yo tenía la, la identidad de India María, you know, ni de aquí ni de allá. Este, yes. So I'd be in Mexico and, you know, said, es de allá. I still, yes. it still frustrates me to, to, today when I'm connecting with my amiga. So, es que tú, tú eres muy diferente. Nos tratas bien. ¿Cómo que nos tratas? Si somos mexicanas. Pues, no, tú eres de aquí. Eres una chicana. I'm like, what's the what's matter? Chicana, we're, we're great people. So yes, oh my so gosh, yes. those degrees, right? Props to those degrees because yes. they give us the sense of identity to then be able to build upon. Because yes. I'm telling you, man, the K-12 system, oftentimes, especially in my generation, it was like you know, not telling us who we are, not telling us that we even have a history, or that you know, every page in that history book was somebody else. Right. And it wasn't you never saw yourself in the literature in the classroom. So final studies all the way. Yes. No, I love it. And uh, we're going to get into some of this. And so I want you to share a little bit about, you know, your personal story, your career story. I mean, I know, Mauricio, you are very accomplished, tenured uh, professor at community college, uh, Maria in tech. What is it? Visa, Cisco, Google, like, hello, right? Those are some very marquee uh, companies here. So um, I don't know, e- either one of you, whoever wants to start off here. Yes, all right, Maria. Yeah, mira, okay, lady, gracias, ladies first. Desde, um, so, you know, for those that know me, they, they know my story, but, you know, first in my family to have graduated from high school. So I was born and raised in the San Francisco Mission District it's the, in the early 80s. Um, it was an amazing time to be in that city. 
right? I mean, I saw the cultura, I saw the mural, I saw the low riders, I knew the value. But what I also knew and what I thought at the time was it because era Mexicana and Chicana that we didn't get to work those nice jobs in those big buildings. So I saw yeah. Americanas walking down the street with the briefcases. I wanted to be that woman that wore tennis shoes but then put the heels on in the office and changed. I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I saw that all around me that I said, I want to be that. And my teachers would say, you go to college? And my mom, my mom had me when she was 16. So for my mom, her biggest thing for me was always, I want you to graduate high school with no babies. Like that was her, like graduate high school and buy yourself a car and life will be easy, Mika. That was it. Mm, That's yeah. not course I will do that and guess what the teachers say I can go to college and my mom would say claro you can go. I don't know how to get there but I will scrub toilets to make sure that you go to college so all you have to do is just work really hard at school and that's what mm -hmm. I did yeah. I was that student I volunteered for every opportunity I did every homework assignment I was after school I was before school I helped the teachers because I my 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 dad always taught us you you help if you want to be helped. And so I was a kid that was cleaning, you know, the chalkboard eraser. Yes. My teachers would be happy in the morning to have these clean. And that way, when I would ask for help, the teacher would be willing to help me. And that was my mentality. And I did that. And it followed me all the way through high school. Yes. So much so that by the time I got to high school, my dream was to be a teacher. They were the mm -hmm. heroes. Yeah. And so they put me in a teacher cadet program that at the time I didn't know was duly enrolled at Sonoma State University. Interesting, State okay. Came over, they sat, it was 10 of us in that class, showed us how to complete this college application and submitted it. And because the boxes had an opportunity to put other colleges, I put San Jose State and San Francisco State, and I forget what other school I put on there. But I remember I got accepted to San Jose, San Francisco, and Sonoma. Andale. And I was so excited that I show my dad, and I goes, no, 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 si te vas a ir al colegio, te me vas para Sonoma. A San Francisco sola no vas. Y a San Jose, menos. Hey, menos. <laughs> so that's, hey, what's wrong with San Jose? So that's <laughs> at Sonoma State. But I have to tell you, getting to Sonoma State was the first time that I ever realized that I was poor huh. and that I, had, that I was being discriminated upon. I didn't know that because in San Francisco, it was so diverse. Yeah. And when I turned 15 or so, my family moved to Vallejo, which is even more diverse. Yes. And so it was the first time que me tropeé con unos gringuitos that were so rude that I mm. even said, why are you being mean to me? Like that came out of my mouth to them. Why are you being mean to me? And their response back was, what are you doing in college? You don't belong here. Wow. Mira que cabrones. That was <laughs> many things. And so, para no ser el cuento largo, Sonoma State transferred to San Jose State and Mauricio will share why I transferred to San Jose State. And because I was at San Jose, el hambre es cabrón. I was starving. Yeah. So I had to work full time, eight to five, and the classes I could take, that was one thing. I was never, ever going to drop out of school. I just knew that if I couldn't take them from eight to five, I had to take them from six to 10. And the yeah. only classes that were being offered from six to 10, business classes. So yeah. that's how I ended up getting a business degree. Degree. Wow. Oh my gosh. You know, you, yeah, you, you, you talk about and you, uh, so many aspects that I can relate to in your, your story of, you know, um, of growing up, you're in an environment that you don't, everyone is like you, you don't, you don't feel like you're necessarily poor, less than, all right, right. You're just living your life. And then all of a sudden we get out of that environment and we go into mainstream environment. And all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, you're made to feel like there's something wrong with us, mm -hmm. right? You're made to feel like you're less than. And, and, and uh, Maria's being really modest here, right? That wasn't just <laughs> one, one racist incident. It was thousands of, you know, racially discriminating incidences throughout our entire life, right? That, and if we had hours on this live, we would we break talk. down those because people still continue to go through those. And mm -hmm. those are spirit crushing experiences yes. that derail you right yes. from accomplishing say a college degree or getting a promotion at a job you know those kinds of things because it's everywhere it's everywhere yes i mean the yeah. one thing that i've heard over and over from so many folks is 
you're so resilient, Maria. You're so resilient. And it's like, why do I need to be resilient? What's trying to knock me out? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I said, but that, that is the reality. I mean, when I look back, you know, my, my primos, my brothers would say, como chingas. And really that's my, I needed shirt. Como chingas. <laughs> it was always like, and people would say, what keeps you going? I didn't want to be poor. Like I knew what it was yeah. before. And I'm like, yeah. if they can do it, why can't I? And if it's all yes. about hard work and going to school, yes. then hard work and going to school. And you have to be super determined and put in a lot of effort because it's not freaking easy. They didn't tell yes. me that. I just right. luckily have always been in that mindset. Is the and that's where we are today to have two Chicanos start a C Corp startup and want to revolutionize yeah. education to help end generational poverty because that's what it did for us. That's right. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Maria, for sharing uh, this uh, personal part of your your story. I love it and. Uh, Mauricio, I, I I heard you were also just a good, you know, good boy, you know, like you were an older boy. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> was, uh, was I being recruited to, by college, you know, uh, recruit? No. Um, I had the opposite experience, right? You know, we're, we're both Chicanos and, and we both grew up poor, but I grew up in the rural uh, agricultural areas in the Salinas Valley. And, you know, I'm not going to BS here is... You know, Chicano males are an endangered species in higher education. Mm -hmm. um, every class I walked into, I was one of maybe two, maybe three yeah. at the most, right? Mm -hmm. And then a few months later, they'd be gone. Um, mm -hmm. and, and kind of the same thing as Maria. I, I knew what people 10 years ahead of me, I knew where they would go, right? Soledad Prison, Salinas Valley Prison, Monterey County Jail. Yes. And, and my cousins, my aunts, my uncle... All of us, right, are funneled into a prison system in those types of schools, right? I mean, if you look up King City police scandal, that's where I grew up. Our wow. police force was actively discriminated against the Mexican farm worker community for over 40 years. And those of us who were involved know that you get busted for this much when you actually do this much. Mm, yeah. And you can look it up. It's all over Google. And that's the kind of environment where I grew up, where we knew you cannot ask the police for any assistance. They will yeah. rob you. And yeah. they robbed my dad for two vehicles. I mean, that's just the brutal, honest truth is when people get into positions of authority, right? Yes. Some of them will take advantage of those people who have less of a voice. And in the farm worker community, you know, you have undocumented people, right? You have citizens as well, but because of the low income standards, you know, they don't know how to protect themselves. Right. And sure. so, you know, we grew up gang affiliated, you know, my brother's in prison, you know, my nephew's in prison, you know, it's, it's real, right? That school sure. to prison pipeline was admitting more Chicanos from the Salinas Valley than any college or university. Yeah. And, and that is the environment I grew up in. And when I realized that through some mentors kind of started teaching me to open my eyes to see where my future is going to be. And that was out of my control. That was the environment forcing people into these kinds of things. I decided to say, you know what? I'm going to fight this and yes. I'm going to fight it until the end. And I don't know where I'm going to end up, but it's not going to be in that prison cell. No yes. longer. Right? I, I, we're done. And so what I did is I started changing some of my behaviors and, you know, those behaviors, they take a while to change. Right. <laughs> yes. it's not like, hey, stop fighting tomorrow. No. <laughs> <laughs> for five more years but just scale it down <laughs> and I, did that, you know? I, I realized you know through some through a mentor that that that, that took the time right and it's, it's about people taking the time and seeing past what they yes. saw right? they saw a cholo they saw someone who will rob you in the middle of the night they saw someone who just didn't care about himself or others and they they took the time and said look you know, you don't qualify for the university. You have to go to high school and qualify for the university. <laughs> you know, and all this ditching, you know, just, you don't qualify for the university. And so they said, there's this other thing called community colleges. And, you know, they, they'll take you with anything. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? No one's ever told me that. You know, what do you mean? Yeah. What the hell does that mean? They're like, dude, you don't even have to graduate high school and go. <laughs> so as, as long as I got that information, I decided, you know, I got to go. And so I decided yeah. to go to community college and move out, move away from the Salinas Valley because of the danger, right? I mean, you, we got to the point where my home was getting shot at, right? You know, wow. 
it was like, you know, it, yeah, I was a danger to not only self, but I was a danger to the family and, and I had to go. And so what I decided to do is leave and I left and, and, I, and I moved down to uh, San Luis Obispo, <laughs> you know, I'm and I south, you know, the trouble won't look for me if I go south, but if I go north, trouble's going to look for me. And so what I decided to do is do the opposite. I went south, um, was the only Latino in every class. That was a huge culture shock. Oh, man, I wanted to drop out every single day. Why? You know you're not wanted. The way they look yeah. at you, the way they speak, no one will talk to you, right? And no yeah. one will try to befriend you, you know, none of that. And so I luckily, luckily um, got involved with a couple student Chicano student organizations that were starting, Mecha. Uh, Mecha. Yes, I remember Mecha. Luckily, right when I got there, someone was starting it. Someone handed me a flyer that looked brown, and I grabbed it. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> so I got involved, and it put me around other Chicanos and Latinos and Mexicanos and Cubanos. It's, it's open to everybody, but it's focused yeah. on Latino success. And yes. that's where I really started to learn that, that the system was kind of rigged. You know what I mean? Yes. And the system's going to try and eliminate me, right? And, and, and it gave me the ganas and, and the knowledge to then pursue and just keep pursuing, regardless of what my major is, just keep pursuing. Luckily, I, I, I was able to transfer and through, again, another mentor that saw past, you know, what, what you know, the, 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 the tough guy look and, Fine. you know, saw past the Fine. 64 Impala that I was, <laughs> you know, I drew, I drove a, a, a beat up 64 SS. <laughs> and those <laughs> talking about, you know, you're a lowrider, homie. You're 13 inch wheels. <laughs> it's the only lowrider in the, all the college parking lot. <laughs> you know, long story short, I finished community college at Cuesta, transferred to Sonoma State. So I entered Sonoma State University, and right away, when the EOP counselor, his name was Leo, and, and you know, he retired, but if he's ever listening to this, hey, shout out to Leo. You made an impact in my life. Is He, he told me, he goes, hey, man, your counselor, uh, kind of screwed up you have to take this freshman class and i go listen you know i'm a junior man I, you know am i really <laughs> you know i'm drinking at the bar you know <laughs> why am i gonna go up there at 18 year old class i go no and he goes oh Mauricio, i'm gonna make it easy for you you're gonna take spanish for spanish speakers El más Ocho. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like dude can i get an a in that class he goes yeah dude yeah it's a good professor you're just gonna you're just gonna have to deal they're all 18 year olds and i'm like oh shit okay so i walk in and i sit down and, you know i'm taking in the class and luckily i see another buddy of mine and i go oh shit okay Levi, <laughs> here great at least another you know upperclassman yes upperclassman yep and i'm like okay i don't feel like i'm in a room full of babies now you know <laughs> and anyway, don't shit, i look over and i and i'm like what the hell is that i see a chola <laughs> mind, mind you there's very few cholas in college, right? <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is this? Because, you know, I've been gone, you know, I've been in college now three years, you know what I mean? Three and a half yeah. years. And I get to the university and, you know, I'm used to the, 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 the just, there's not that many Latinos in here anymore, but yeah. I'm, I just need to finish. And so I look over and guess who's there with the <laughs> hair pulled super tight, <laughs> gold rings every finger My gold name. necklaces with their name on it and then looking down oversized sweater white sweater it was My too dear. big for her dicky pants My and then goodness. i get to the shoes the white cortez <laughs> what the hell is this i haven't seen someone like her in years right of going to college and i'm like no well, who let her in? <laughs> I was the only cholo for a long time in school in college, right? And so, um, you know, right away I tried to, yeah, of course. You know, I'm a 22 year old single guy. I try to hit her up. She disses. Focus <laughs> on school. Like I'm I was like, there. You know, <laughs> took me a few months, but eventually I got her to go eat nachos with us. You know. <laughs> Because he tried to offer me a beer, and I remind, <laughs> I'm not 21, I don't drink. <laughs> and the rest is history. But... I knew she wasn't 21, I just wanted to make her feel older. Long story short, 25 years later, right, three kids later, right, 
you know, uh, I end up finishing Sonoma State University. I get accepted again through a mentor that just looks past the the negativity of my lifestyle and says, you know, you need to go to grad school. And they opened the doors at San Jose State University for me to go to, into a master's program of counseling, right? And that's yeah. what triggered the move out of Sonoma to Silicon Valley. And so, uh, we, I got it. hey, babe, I, I'm graduated. I'm like two years ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> and you went. And I left. And so then I stayed back and I figured out that at the time you could do transfer like between student between two universities. Two universities. So I yeah. asked for San Jose State. They said, yes, yeah. so I was a San Jose State student, but I was actually registered at Sonoma State. Then I reapplied to go to San Jose State. And like I said, the rest so is history. A semester later, I'm sitting there hanging out with the homies, right? We live downtown. You know, I call up a bunch yeah. of homies. We all end up renting a house together. And the next thing I know, Maria walks in and I'm like, hey, aren't you supposed to go to Sonoma? <laughs> yeah. You just accepted me at San Jose. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> 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 Looks like the party's over, guys. I'm gonna have to be out. <laughs> so, well, that's, the story. that's the story. That's what triggered that's... Maria's change, right? Because she sees Silicon Valley, and Silicon yeah. Valley is all business and technology. You know, yeah. pretty much. I mean, there's other majors. Don't get me wrong, but sure, you, sure. you see it in the culture. Sure. Is, you know, in the mid 2000s, you know, internet's all over the place. Yes. People make millions, and you know, that's what really triggered the change for her to go to business. Right. And so she ends up graduating with her bachelor's in business and administration from San Jose State University. Um, I end up graduating at the same time, pretty much with my master's in counseling. We then decide to, you know, find it. Yeah, go into our careers and, you know, move forward. Maria then finishes two master's degrees. Right. Organizational development and her master's in business administration, her MBA. And so that's how we basically ended up, you know, eventually moving out here to, to the Sacramento area to raise our family. You know, and we got yeah. three kids, three amazing kids, um, 19, 17 and 12 years old. And they're all, you know, second generation. And it's just it's so amazing because we were able to to stop the poverty. Right. Yeah. We were able to stop the violence. Right. Yes. We were able to do so much for this next generation because we were able to finish and maintain yeah. the yeah. Like my yes. kids are very, very much know they're Chicano, they're Mexicanos, they're baila, literally, baila, yeah. folklorico, musical. Yes. It's just that that's yeah. what was really important to us. When people would ask, what do you want your legacy to be with your kids? Like to make sure they know que son Mexicanos, Americanos, Chicanos like that. Right. Else, that is what's most important. Their Spanish right. is better than mine. <laughs> I believe it. This is amazing. My, my Spanish is Chicano Spanish, you know. And yeah, I can even my kids, they they do it even more, and they're very proud of who they are. We kept the identity, right? The identity yeah. there, and the drive is there. Yeah. Well, and see, th- this is it, so both of your stories. I mean, right? It's part of the reasons why um, I was drawn to you. For me, I'm I'm more. Uh, of a relationship first, business second. In fact, just yesterday, I had someone on LinkedIn send me uh, an invitation to connect on LinkedIn and like shortly after sent me a sales pitch. I'm like, pause, time out. Like, let me get to know, tell me more about you. Why do you do what you do? And like, I'm sure your product is the best because everyone says the product is the best, but you know, but it's really about building that relationship, that trust. Mm -hmm. It's a confianza, as we say, right? In in Spanish. And your story here, that's why I always ask my um, guests to share some of their personal story, because you're you're connecting with folks um, and also, you know, opening yourself up to really say, hey, this is why we do what we do, which actually takes me to your company today of Inspira Me and its mission. Tell tell us a little bit uh, about what Inspira Me is about and who, uh, a little more um, specifically about what it is that you're trying to accomplish through your uh, company. I'll jump in here and Mauricio can fill in the blanks, but you know, Inspira Me is just that, you know, Spanish for Inspire Me our mission is to help end generational poverty through educational attainment. So Inspirame is fully focused on higher education. We're fully focused right now in California specifically because we're both born and raised in California and it's the largest population, the most complex higher education process. And we're so confident that we can help fix 
the real issues that really plague not just our community, but I would say marginalized communities at large. The community colleges are a jewel. There's 116 of them here in California, in every pocket and every corner of the state, which then means that all of our, the diversity of the state is what is that opportunity. The reality is though, that the community colleges have been declining in their enrollment. You know, the pandemic didn't just start this folks, you know, since 2009, these, these colleges have lost 1.1 million students, which then has impacted the college's ability mm. to actually have the revenue. Because for those of you that aren't aware, that's how schools keep their doors open. They get funding for every person that's in their college. Mm -hmm. And so these students not being in the system results to an $11 billion revenue loss. And when wow. folks are being educated, folks are sitting on the sidelines. And for those that are participating in the economy, they're likely working at places that offer low wages. They then don't realize that there's an opportunity to get skilled or reskilled. And where is that opportunity? At the California Community College for mm. free, in most cases, are much more mm. affordable than any trade school. Yes. The complexities of how do I get there? What classes do I take? What does this mean? That whole complexity already rules out probably 60% of the people. It's just like, it's not for me. I just, I can't do it. And then for those that attempt and have the courage to go in and do it, yeah. the average graduation rate at the community college, it's six years. It's the, 30%. The, the graduation rates, to be honest with you, are, are terrible. Mm -hmm. um, no matter how hard we work at the community college, I've been in the community college system now almost 20 years as a counseling faculty member, tenured yes. department chair. I've been out in the academic senate trying to work with my colleagues to fix this problem. It cannot be fixed by one mm -hmm. single institution from the inside. It cannot. It is too massive. It has too much to do with the complexity of the system itself. And not mm -hmm. only that, the complex psychological trauma that low-income people of color have to experience in our own education systems. And that's what Maria was referring to, that in California, we have an average of 500,000 high school graduates every single year. That's a lot. That's half a yeah. million students every year that graduate high school. 40% of that graduating class has done learning. Their wow. experiences in school have been so bad yeah. that they just want to get the high school diploma and stop. Mm. 60% that's left does attempt some form of higher education. The majority of them will not complete. And the community college system has to take a graduation rate of six years to achieve a 36% success rate. Because mm -hmm. if you have a community college success rate of two years, it's under 5%. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see if I understand that's this correctly. Right. <laughs> only 5% only 5% of the students complete a two-year degree in, in those two years? Yes. 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 Wow. Well, you have to you have to take a six-year graduation rate because people always ask me, why are they measuring that six years? Isn't this a two-year college? I go, because if you knew what we were doing in two years, you wouldn't come here. I go, the mm. reality is that people are taking way too long to finish certifications, associate's degrees, or transfer to the university. It's taking too long. Because there's a, a lack of guidance. There's not enough people that are around to provide guidance. It's not scalable. Lack of exposure. People don't know what's available. I mean, I when I graduated high school, I knew like of four or five careers of the people who were in my family. And that's it. Yes. Yeah. I knew nothing else other than I don't know what a professional career was. I literally didn't know what that was. Yep. yep. Until yeah. I got to college and started hearing and seeing, I'm like, wait, wait, wait this person's majoring in what? Those kinds of things. So what and, we did. And the other piece is, sorry, I'm not <laughs> The other piece as well that I I'm tell about to all the time is at least being in the corporate world and, and having these conversations and sitting with executives and whatnot. I reflect back and think of all of the skills that we as first generation Chicanos have just in living and surviving life. We're yes. collaborators, yes. networkers, we're, we're entrepreneurs, we're resourceful, we're, we scale. We think about how we can actually plug into things to amplify because we know what it is to be hungry. Yes. Right? And so- And we don't complain. So that's that's another <laughs> piece mm -hmm. that we're focusing within Speedame is being able to teach our youth to say like, you have skills. Now use those in the classroom to acquire knowledge to then bring that into the professional world 
And don't forget about showcasing and talking about those skills that are so valuable because most people don't have it or they're trying to learn in their 20s, 30s and 40s. So over the past 20 years, you know, we'd host families here at our house, right? We'd go to every single event, uh, you know, without compensation because we saw, oh, my God, if we're not there to tell this story, to tell people how to navigate these systems, these people are not going to navigate the system. The system will eat them. Or even just be there in community with them. Like, they would like to be in community. Like, they'll tell us, like, ¿están con nosotros? So what I'm going to is we decided Maria and I, because we were successful in our careers, right? We knew, I, I, you know, I was involved in, in all the politics of higher education. I was meeting thousands and tens of thousands of students and the same problems, the same issues, and the colleges couldn't respond. So Maria just got literally sick of me complaining. <laughs> said, Listen, I'm in high technology. <laughs> I work for these big companies. We build platforms every single day. Yes. Let's fix this for everybody. Let's yeah. build a platform for anyone from age 13 and up. So that means as a high school freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, a 35-year-old that's sitting at home taking care of their kids, a 40-year-old that's working their butts off but not getting promoted and need to be reskilled. Let's build a platform where anyone can go and get the real information on how to secure any certificate or degree in California, the quickest and most affordable way possible. And yes. that's it. We're not yes. going to you. We're going to yes. tell you how to do it so that you can do it for free if possible, right? If, yes. if we personalize education and our website is called techoguide.com. You can download this uh, uh, on, the, on, on the Play Store and the Apple Store. You can use this as every month we're adding more and more colleges and majors from California to this. Um, by early next year, we'll be in Texas doing the same thing because we're getting blown up on TikTok about all the different issues that every state has with really edu- giving truthful information about affordability in higher education. Yes. Our yes. student debt in the United States is over $2 trillion. Most of those yes. people are low income and yes. look like 40% of them will not graduate from high school, from uh, college, which means they will remain in poverty with debt to the okay. federal government that will never forget that you owe them money, which, yes. which basically keeps you in poverty. So yeah. Mike and I said, enough is enough. Yes. We're Chicanos. And these are what Chicanos are going to do. We're going to build a pipeline for everyone, regardless yeah. of who you are, regardless of what, how much money you have or how much money you don't have. And we're going to we're going to focus it on the public in California first, followed by Texas, Florida, New York and the rest of the United States as our company scales. Yeah, this is powerful. And it's so much needed because, again, I mean, I like you, I'm a first gen um, student professional. And and so same thing. I mean, it, you know, just somehow through, you know, yes, mentors or EOP program, MESA, which uh, is the State Mathematic Engineering Science mm-hmm. Achievement Program. Those were I call them my bumper paths in life that kept me mm-hmm. from going into the gutter. You know, I just kind of kept moving forward. And, uh, but to have, uh, which by the way, Angelica, I just dropped in the chat here, the, um, the link to uh, Teco uh, guide, but to have your platform uh, available to students, is just, um, I hate that word, that cliche, cause it sounds so cliche, but game changer, but it really is, you know, uh, it's, uh, and it's not disrupting the status quo. Not just students, it's anyone. It's your mom, (laughs) your dad, your brothers and sisters. It's the kid down the street. You can now tell the kid that you spotted that maybe have it that that got your attention. Say, hey, are you going to college? And when they say no, you say go to techoguide.com. Just find out. They'll take care of you. Just just go there. They're gonna find out. They're gonna teach you how much financial aid you'll be eligible for. They're going to teach you which applications you need to fill out so that you can secure that aid. They're going to teach you what majors are out there at those particular schools that are in your barrio, because we know that the most expensive thing about going to college is moving away. Yes. Moving away triggers a 10 to $15,000 debt that year for you. Right. And then college tuition, another ten to fifteen thousand, and so people start to leave college as soon as they see those numbers. We're going to teach you how to do it 
if you qualify, we're going to teach you how to do it for free. And those yeah. of you who don't qualify, we're still going to try and teach you how to do it for free with the middle-class scholarships, with the middle-class promise grants, so that you also know that even though you might be high income, you can still secure any certificate, associate or transfer to a university literally for free. And we're going to do our best to teach you that. I love it. And by the way, um, uh, Mauricio and Maria Lazaro, uh, who's on the chat here, you see, if you haven't connected with him, connect with him. He works in tech uh, down in Southern California, very involved with the uh, San Diego ship uh, chapter. So I don't know if there might be some opportunities. Yes. There, you know. Engineers, yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, love the partner. Yeah. Mauricio uh, or Maria, can you give us just a quick overview, an example of what, as a student, I'm logged into your platform. Can you just give us a quick overview of what are some of the things that I'm going to be able to do, have access to? Just so, you know, kind of paint that that picture for, um, for people. Absolutely. So I designed a platform just like if you're meeting with a counselor, right, is we need to know a little bit of information about your goals and major, right? And if you don't have a goal and major, tell us, right? Because we know what to tell you to major in so that you can get out of poverty fairly quickly. Yep. And so what you're going to do is you're going to start your free account. It's free. Go to techoguide.com or download the app, techoguide app, and start your account. You're going to answer just one or two entry questions to get your, your uh, application started. That'll allow you to start exploring the app. Our biggest feature that is unheard of is our degree audit and ed planning feature. So you can pick literally almost any college that's already in on our platform and navigate every class, every requirement, whether you got to do general ed or whether you got to do major requirements or, or vice versa, so that you know exactly where your classes are counting. And when you complete a class, if you tell Teco what classes you complete, Teco will then apply that class to whatever major, whatever degree you're, 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 you might change to. So degree audit, education plan features. We also have a major college search feature. What that means is right now, how do you search for a major? People go to Google. Well, guess what? Google works on ad revenue. Guess who's paying for ad revenue? Mm -hmm. Private predatory for-profit colleges right? Yeah. That have a 90% dropout rate. So wow. you want to be real cautious where you're getting your information from, right? On our platform, since we're only telling you the most affordable tracks, you're only going to see the public school systems because we want to mm -hmm. make sure that you are taking advantage of the educational opportunities that are local to you, right? So that's major search. You can search for that, any major, any career, any transfer program on our platform already. We have a digital backpack because guess what? students can upload any information they wish academically because colleges and universities lose stuff all the time. Yes, <laughs> yes. I've yeah. worked at a bunch and literally we're asking for records all the time because we lose them. Now, yes. not only that, in the near future, we're going to be having more and more features tying it to careers, tying it to different job opportunities. Some of our employer partners are going to be able to market their, their, their jobs and the skills necessary yep. for students to be able to then easily apply as a student, apply to become an intern, or apply for a full-blown full job if that's what's being offered by our partners. Yep. Employer partners. We're also teaming up with nonprofits and foundations that want to increase the number of STEM students that enter a certain college or university, that want to increase the number of students that are not going into the prison system and now into the college system. We're partnering with any organization that's out there that wants us to be the education component of affordability. Right. Whatever For whatever community they're supporting, whether it's our Asian Pacific Islander community, whether it's a Latino uh, Latinx community, whether it's our, it's, it's our black student community, it doesn't matter. We're there. Now, I want to be very clear here. Our app is open to students and non-students. Ah, got it. Okay. That, even if you're non-student, say you never thought of going to college because your counselors never told you to go to college. Well, guess what? Go on our app now because we're going to tell you, yes, you can. And we're going to show you how to get in, how to get through, and how to get out. Yeah. The last <laughs> piece I'll add that is really important that Mauricio hasn't mentioned is the motivational content that the students will get. So we are recording motivational content every single day. And as we scale, 
our networks, we have networks of people that want to share their story so we can inspire the next generation or inspire our neighbors or inspire, I mean, you fill in the blank. And so right now we've tested this theory with our social media. So we hope that you'll follow us on TikTok and our Instagram. You'll get a glimpse for what insight Mauricio shares that is creating such followership on just the basics of how do you transfer from a community college to a CSU or to a USC? One of the largest views that we had is how do you go after a certificate that pays you lots of money if you don't want to go four to five years of school? And so because Deco allows that personalization, the user on the other end, whether it be a student or a prospective student, they're going to be getting those motivational hits. Yes. Just to ensure that they're continuing to keep going and they're going to be able to tell us how they're feeling and what they need so we can generate all what's needed to continue to give them the ganas that they need. Yeah. You know what? Cause I'm a very visual person. And so, and, and I also come up with these analogies, but what, as I'm listening to you describe in speed, I mean, and, and Deco, you know, guy, I, I, what comes to my mind is it's like when you turn on ways and you're driving that it, it guides you to the most, it, it, to take the most efficient route and avoid the accidents or, you know, whatever, you know, stuff that's on the road. Well, avoid the toll. That's a great analogy. Yes. For yes. higher ed, right? And not only community colleges, universities, <laughs> right? Yes. And then in the near future, grad school, so that yep. we can keep helping you learn how to add more to whatever you got. You might start off with a certificate or, or a bachelor's degree, but we will continuously be feeding you information on how to access that next level so that when you're ready, Teco's always there, right? Yes. And it's always tracking you to make sure that you know exactly what to do to get into that next program. Yeah. So a question, another question for you, uh, Maria Mauricio, what... What do you need right now from the community, the tech community, just the network out there, people, anyone that might be watching or listening, what is it that you need to help you continue to fulfill this dream, this vision of you and really make this more accessible to uh, folks? Share with us. How can we help you? Any listeners out there that have a story to tell, right? Your experience in college, you know, the good and the bad, right? Your experience as a professional to, that wants to share and wants to record, we would love to record that content. And, and the reason is because we inspire by storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. Growing up, we heard stories, you know, <laughs> around the kitchen table, right? We yeah. would hear stories as our, our Theos over there at a party. We'd go hang out as little kids next to the Theos because we're catching the stories while they're hanging yeah. out, you know, having a beer. And so... Through storytelling is how we learn, right? That's how I made it through college. It was through the storytelling of my mentors that I remember. So-and-so told me this, so-and-so told me that. And so those of you that are successful students, those of you that are successful professionals and wish to share and and want me to interview you on on a platform such as this so that we can get your story out to inspire our users to do more because it is doable, right? It's not impossible. It is going to be difficult, but with the right gangsters like us <laughs> trust me the system's gonna say okay we're gonna let this one through so that's what that's one of the the the, the dearest things to my heart is to really get more and more stories out there to help people make got it, it. okay and from my perspective it's just partnerships i my calendar is filling up with having organizations we we need to scale we need to get we need to let our community know that this is available for them the more we create the demand, the more it gives me the alas necessary to be able to connect with investors and what's needed because all of this, again, we're paying engineers and the whole nine yards. We're a business. We're a C-Corp company. So yeah. those connections are super helpful. And Lazaro, your question, yes, open to high school students, 13 yeah. and up. Yeah. So as we're partnering with the colleges, the community colleges, the number one question we ask them is, what are your feeder high schools? Because we're mm-hmm. going to the high schools to mend that pipeline. We yes. want it to mend the versus a big, big pipeline of men. But we also knew that if we didn't fix the community college piece, we're going to be fixing that to then then hit a roadblock at the community college. So by fixing the community college, we're fixing the pathway from high school to community college and community college to university. 
So high exactly. school students, yeah. absolutely. It, it's strategic to start with the community colleges, right? And, and high school, right? What are we providing high school students and parents? Not only that, it's just students and parents is first of all, the information on affordability, the pathways that are available, high exposure. The goal is to expose as many high school students to as many possible careers and majors that are out there so that when they get to that point of going to college, they're not like me with only four choices, right? They know the gamut of certifications and degrees yes. and can make a more educated choice on what to do for the next few years. Yes. I see the invitation. We'd love yes, to, yes, yes. to connect. So absolutely, we would love yes. to join Lazar is a great guy, great connection. Um, we mentioned as well, Scott, just before this, because as I was up yesterday until two in the morning, like sending emails and connecting, I am very interested in connecting with board members of our California mm -hmm. community colleges. So if any of you have relationships with trustees and board members or PTAs, any organizations, just as much as we're a C Corp and our heart and our mind, we are a social movement for our FASN. And so yes. as many opportunities for to connect us to, I'm happy to have a conversation with anyone, including yes. our donor and including our administration. Like that, yeah. there is nothing that holds you back from having that conversation. It's just a matter of warm connections make it so much easier than having to do the cold calling. Yes. So, okay, folks, so you heard it here. Um, you know, the call to action here, what uh, Maria and Mauricio, the type of... Um, uh, help that they need and, you know, connections and outreach. So please, you know, feel free to um, connect with them on LinkedIn and uh, share your, your network here. But um, Maria and Mauricio, as we wrap things up, I want to ask you uh, a question here. And that is, and, and this is a little different from the, what would you tell your younger self? Um, but the question that I like to ask folks is when you are 20, 30 years down the road into the future and you're looking back at what Inspeedman has done and, you know, Mauricio, you and I are having a beer, okay? Una, una chela. On an what? island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an island, okay. In Panama. Costa Rica, you know, <laughs> what, what, what would you tell your older self today into the future? I, I think I would say, uh, thank you for building this because the need is, is, the need is so high that it's critical for low income families to come out of poverty. Yes. Right. It, it's just critical because if you've never lived in poverty, poverty is a million times harder than going through college. Yeah. And so looking back, I would say that we would be able to lift hundreds of thousands of families out of poverty for that next generation. Right. Because once you lift one out of poverty, by the time they have children, that next generation is no longer in poverty. Yeah. So if we really want to change the way our economy is going, to change the way our country is going, right? In terms of really um, taking advantage of the talent that's here. Yes. Right? We need to educate the talent that's here. Yes. Right? And that, that, is, that is why I say it's, it's a, it, I would tell myself, hey, thank you for going to, through the hell it is to start a company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. The hell it is to build technology and the hell it is to find investors. Just yes. thank you for dealing with that because you were able to change the yeah. whole system by addressing students at where they're at. Yeah. Yes. And, yes. And I, I would add, you know, I tell myself all the time, like being on a Time magazine in 20 years, we were saying that we were actually able to help eliminate generational poverty. Like I believe in my heart and in my mind that we can do that. And being able to, like I said, not just change a generational piece, but create so many more new experience and opportunities for the very many that never ever thought they could. Because yeah. I can say not in my wildest dreams could I have ever imagined saying that I am now as a CEO of a startup company that I co-founded to help end generational poverty. And yeah. I tell people all the time, mm -hmm. like this, this should be a testament to not let humble beginnings say who you are, but 
have that be the propeller for what you want to become. And no one by one, one step ahead and another, mucho trabajo and hard work, but it's totally possible. And so that's my hope because I can tell you where I am in my career right now, I look back in the 40 years that I have and those connection people that I met in the last 20 years and them reaching out to me now as I'm stepped into CEO role and I'm thinking, Dios mío, like people are excited and they're like, thank God you're doing this. Like they, there's this, this energy that's there. So I'm only, can only imagine how that's going to grow in the next 20 years. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, and I love what you just said. And uh, I will tell you that you have already eliminated that scarcity mindset. That's that, that, uh, poverty mindset um, that, uh, because, right, it starts it with us, right, the way we think, and you have that abundance mindset, and so thank you, you know, uh, both Maria and Mauricio for being on Career Talk with OG, and by the way, Maria, I can't let this go by with um, without, you know, or end it, uh, our talk here, because eres jerezana, eres de jerez Zacatecas, that's another thing that we have in common, you know, my family is also from, uh, from Jerez. So somehow we're going to, I'm going to get this video over to uh, my family in Jerez. Okay. So they can be proud of my Maria and Mauricio. Mira nomás estos. That's where my hint is from. Oh, there we go. out there. No, but Maria and Mauricio, muchísimas gracias for being on Career Talk with OG. And more importantly, thank you for going through hell to start in Spirame so that you create a heaven for future generations. Gracias, Oscar. And we look forward to any invitation to come back to share our progress as we go through. So I hope this serves as kind of like an introductory point of who we are. Y que sigue la plática cuando nos toque. And start using that Teco app now. Follow right? us on yes. Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. TikTok, TecoGuide.com. And start getting a glimpse of some of the advice we give because it's straight up no bullshit. Awesome. I love it. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us again on another episode of Career Talk with OG. Have a kick butt rest of the week. Adios. Thank you for listening to Career Talk with OG. Be sure to rate us and let us know what content you want to see on our next podcast. For more information, visit our website at www.aspidaconsulting.com.